Welcome back, everybody. This is the Internet Marketing Unleashed podcast. I'm your host, Scott Patton, the Dean of Blogonomics, Pedology, and according to my friend Dov Bear, King of the Unweb. Got an exciting show for you today. We've got Mike Rotkin, SEO champion, joining us direct from Las Vegas. Hey, Mike, how you doing? Hey, I'm doing great, Scott. It's great to be back, and you know, everything's going good. This is a kind of a, a Hanukkah um, or a podcast on my behalf. Happy Hanukkah! <laughs> Thanks, appreciate it much, and and Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays to everybody. And your baby boy is he a year yet or what? He's a year, and he's destroying the house piece by piece. <laughs> Wait till they get to the terrible twos. That's what I've heard. That's what I've heard. <laughs> yeah, you know, it, it's so great being a father. It's actually taught me a lot, a lot more about my role in life and and my business and and my job and and to better the world as we know it. <laughs> when you were talking about him destroying the house, it reminded me of a a friend of mine who had baby girl twins. And when they were two years old, one Saturday morning, he you know gets up and he goes in the kitchen and he sees the two of them and they're looking at him wide-eyed, like terrified. And they'd gotten into the cupboard and they'd spilt a massive bag of flour right on the floor. So there they were standing. One <laughs> of them had a broom. One of them had the little uh, dust tray. And <laughs> this flour everywhere right and wow. he could hardly stop from breaking out and laughing right and, and he says and he says like who did this we don't know daddy not us <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. you know the first uh, that's funny because you just reminded me um briefly because this is this was actually one of the highlights so far um there was a plate i left the plate on the couch and it was a you know a plate that breaks of course and and he, he just pushed it over, it broke, and then he just stared there looking at it. And I said to him, I said, huh, okay. And then it, it was just funny. It, it was just really funny to see that because he was just amazed that I, you know, that I, and I just cleaned it up. I just realized, you know, you can't get upset, you can't get mad, you just got to clean it up because he doesn't know. <laughs> that's right, that's right. And that's such a good thing for them too, right? I mean, they're always adventurous, they're exploring, and and you don't ever want to stop that because that's what we do right in the world of yeah. internet marketing and search engine optimizing and all those sort of good things we're constantly trying different things and we're exploring and we're and absolutely amazed at what kind of works what used to work and doesn't work anymore and and uh, it's constantly changing and if you don't have that sense of adventure and exploration uh, look out because you're gonna have a really really tough time in in any business I think yeah, that's true. Exactly. The the babies are like little bloggers. You know, they they make mistakes and um, they just got to keep going, right? They don't that's stop. Right. Which is good. Don't stop. <laughs> yep. Scrape your uh, scrape your shin. Get up. Cry a little bit. Brush yourself off and move on to the next one. Exactly. So speaking of uh, bumping their shins, uh, it seems like still Google Plus uh, Google doesn't know what to do with Google Plus. Like uh, I'm. I find it personally, just my experience, really confusing. I'm not sure if I post there who sees what I post. I like the fact that I can have circles, but I don't understand how uh, how there's the interaction that goes on. 
Hangouts sounds like a really cool thing, but I don't have time to figure it out. And who am I going to hang out with? And uh, and I'm trying to think of what else there is going on there. Uh, just and also, what I find is it doesn't integrate very well with anything. Like I can put a when I do a tweet. And in fact, this is what I do. Uh, I might as well just. I love my iPad, and I love a special app. Uh, it's special to me. They're uh, called Zeit. Z or Z-I-T-E, and it's an online magazine aggregator. In other words, it makes a personal magazine for me, okay? So when I open it up, I can tell it that I like mobile marketing. I can tell it I like yoga. I can tell it I like um, the Denver Broncos. I can tell it I like uh, swimming in Australia, and it will look for articles in on those topics and then it organizes them by sections right so i can click on it and let's say there's an article under australia for shark attacks and i didn't think of that but it, there it is because it's about australia and it'll have a little button on the side with thumbs up thumbs down and if i hit thumbs up it will look for more of those types of articles for me so over time it learns what i like if i'm giving it feedback right oh, and so what happens then is it also has um, a Google Plus button, which when I use it, it crashes. And, and that might be a Zite problem, might not be a Google Plus problem, I don't know. Uh, but it has a Twitter button, a Facebook button, a couple other ones. So what I do is I just see something that I like, and I'm going to want to, particularly if I want to re reference it later, right? Because oftentimes I'm going through quickly, I'm reading, I'm having fun, but I'm not really like in necessarily in a study mode. So... But I don't want to lose because, I mean, there's so much information. How do you keep track of it, right? So I use Twitter to keep track of it because I can go to my Twitter page and there are all these articles that I've tweeted about and then I can with a link and I can go and read them and, and take out whatever information that I need. But I connected my Twitter account to my Facebook too. So when I do that, it tweets it and then the tweet goes to my Facebook. So the people that are my friends and are interested in the things that I'm interested, I'm assuming, We'll find that. And I'm actually shocked because I was visiting my uh, my family over on Vancouver Island a couple of weeks ago, and I had a chance to really sit down with my nephew, who's um, pretty much almost 20, I think he's 19. And he's told me, he says, he says, Uncle Scott, I just love all those articles that you're posting on Facebook. He says, I read every one of them. Now, I'm not posting like 30 a day or anything like that. It's usually like between two and six. But I was, I talk about a nice feeling. He says, yeah, like I'm learning a lot about internet marketing and I'm learning a lot about the health stuff that you're into. And he says, just, he, and just to hear that excitement made it all worthwhile, though that wasn't my purpose, right? Yeah, and, and you know, you've you've actually excited me a lot indirectly um, because I get on Facebook and, and every time I, I look at what you post, I know it's quality information and it's really good and I've been wondering where you get it from. Yeah, I, it takes me like no time because huh. Zeit has learned what I like and it looks out for those sort of information and then, and of course, like each section will have probably 30 or 40 articles, right? So I'm scanning through them and the, and the ones that are, are interest. I read them, and then if they're of interest, and I think of interest to everybody else, or I think they're really important, uh, which you know uh, is totally my uh, opinion, then then I'll tweet them and get them onto the Facebook, and it's, you know, so it's not like 
it takes very much time at all, which is which is a great thing. So for everybody listening, you can use tools like that to become an expert in your field and keep totally up to date in your field with very little effort because of this technology. Now, I don't know if this is available for Mac or if it's available on a PC. I just have it uh, on my on my iPad and I just and I just love it. But let's say you're a quantum physicist or something, right? You can put quantum you can put three or four different topics that are related to your field in there and then every day you're getting thirty or forty articles based on that. You go don't like this, like this, don't like this, don't like it knows and then pretty soon you're getting laser targeted information on your field. And I just think it's a requirement for anybody in any uh, field of endeavor in order to keep up to date because there's just so much information coming out. You can't – and you see, this is a real problem for Google, okay, because I don't do a search on uh, food radiation, right, which was an article I posted recently, right, because uh, yeah. they're, they're, they're increasing the level of radiation that they're zapping – beef and chicken with so that it kills more bugs and bacteria so that they can sell it without causing food poisoning, which is like, you know, why would you do that? Why wouldn't you just have more sanitary conditions for those poor animals? But totally different story. <laughs> or if you're into if you're into yoga or you're into fitness or weight loss or you're into real estate or whatever it is that you're into, there's all that information going there. So I don't actually go and do a can you imagine doing a search on uh, food safety? What's going to come up in Google? All the government sites are going to come up. Okay, do the news. Well, uh, you know, I don't. I haven't really done a comparison of what I get on Zeit versus what I get on Google News, but I don't think they're the same thing. So yeah, I'm actually very enlightened. I'm I'm, I'm excited. I just put it in my calendar to down. I don't have an iPhone. Um, I did, but I just have my BlackBerry, which I'll be getting rid of soon. Um, but yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and add that app because I'm very very intrigued about that because everything you're mentioning is what I've been seeing that you've been posting, and I've always wondered how that's coming about because the news sources have not got it right, like Google News and Yahoo News is actually getting a lot better. I like Yahoo News, and I have to tell you that I have I have Yahoo's main page. For eight out of the last 12 years has been my homepage because they had this little news headline thing box. It was like three inches by four inches for years and years and years. And and it just gave me a quick look that, yeah, the world was still here. There was no new war. Uh, economy was rolling up and down, whatever it was doing. And and I just it just gave me that quick bit of information. And I went there for years and years. And then... I'm uh, and I'll still go there on a fairly regular basis because they give a really good aggregate of news and then of course the different categories and that's I think one of the things that we all need and want is is a place where we can go and we can get the information that we want and that's not an easy thing to do right and that's an opportunity for anyone listening right if you're the ex if you're an expert in your field and you are a field uh, then start aggregating information where you are, and then people, you know, because people that want that information need to have a place to go and, and get it, and and they and, and they can't, they can't get it in Google. 
Yeah, and I completely agree. Um, that's probably going to be the biggest advice out of the entire pod, out of this podcast, and out of 2012, in my opinion, for bloggers, writers, people that want to produce quality content. Is you know, um, as I mentioned in the beginning of the show, or I don't know if it was before when we were chatting, is I've been reading you know uh, at least 40 to 60 articles every week from every major newswire that I'm concerned about, with from management from Harvard Business Review to Wall Street Journal to even Search Engine Land, Search Engine Journal and you know from far and wide and and I think for a lot of people that don't know where to go on the sources that's huge of what you just mentioned about that Zite uh, app and I'm actually definitely going to check that out because that's tremendous. <laughs> Thanks. So let's uh, let's talk a little bit about Google. I, I started yes. off by talking about how frustrated Google frustrating Google Plus was to me and uh, what are your perspectives on Google and Google Plus? Okay, um, let me touch base on Google Plus first. Okay, so I got in, uh, I actually never been on Google Plus until about a couple weeks ago. Um, I was going to join, I was joining the SEO community just kind of to see what's going on. There was a lot of past clients which I highly respect and I love them. And um, But at the same time, I think what I... I actually like Google Plus. It's just the problem is it's how it's organized. But at the same time, it can be organized within your own Hangout. So, like when I was at MozCon, and now I'm remembering this, um, I was at MozCon and I made some friends with some a couple Australian companies, really cool guys, and they wanted me to join the Hangout on Google, and I didn't know what that was actually. I I just I'll go into why I never really paid attention to Google Plus on another time, but uh, I felt I needed to know because I'm always just kind of curious. And at the same time, because I like, I'm more of a business guy first, and I like expanding business and helping small businesses. So you know, being on Google Plus really doesn't help me doing that um, because I can get my information otherwise. But for college students, um, and I'll kind of give, I'll just give a ba basis here uh, for college students, people that don't are unemployed, um, new bloggers. That's great. You should definitely get in Hangouts. Find a good Hangout. Now, here's the biggest thing to watch out for because you always got sharks in Hangouts. You have people that are just watching you to try to get your information so they can steal it. A. So just make sure whoever's in your Hangout has the same goals you have, right? Um, where, you know, where they're not going to try to take your ideas, abuse you as a stepchild, and then throw you out, then bring you back, slap you around, and then, you know, because from the Google the Google Plus engagement that I was in in about 10, 10 days roughly I believe there was a lot of great things posted there was a lot of mind manipulation posted and the mind manipulation is a very bad thing that will always unfortunately be with the internet uh, it comes more so from the SEO community and the people that um, have been in the internet marketing industry a lot that's a very bad thing that can get into one's head so at the same time, you can have that same stance from, you know, I'm just remembering when I was a sales manager at Sprint Nextel and if Google Plus was back then, that would have been great. Now, if we had a closed session where just, I think, I don't know how many people I had under me in, in mentoring and training for sales, feet in the street, where they walk on the streets, get business by knocking on doors, letting people know that, you know, we're here, we're here to help you. We're just not a fictitious person on the internet um, and we're just not someone that's going to cold call you. So. So those groups, if I was able to do sales management training on Google+, that would actually be very viable. So that's kind of, there are some major benefits. It just seems to me that, you sh that one should choose your circles very carefully because if you get a bad apple in the circle, the apple's going to expose their other circles that are hidden 
and and then the bad apple will actually um, negativity spread. So they'll eventually start making comments. So let's say this. Here's the problem with Google Plus too, and it's not actually Google Plus. Just the hangout. It's just the people within the hangouts. Is they will try to state certain things to lead you on different directions. If you are or if you're actually on the right direction, going for your goal, because they plan on taking your goal. So that's the biggest problem that I see with the Google Hangout is, um, and it's not Google itself. It's just who you allow to hang out with. Right. In other words, be you know, watch your friends, right? Yeah, watch your friends. And, keep your um, keep your enemies and, close and so you can keep an eye mm -hmm. on them, right? <laughs> no, go ahead. I was going to say, keep your enemies close so you can keep an eye on them. Actually, enemies hang out. <laughs> <laughs> well, and you know, I think because I think it just depends. Like, let's say that you're, you know, let's matter of fact. Here's here's a good solution. Um, a lot of the people that are in college, and I, I don't like to keep referencing college because, again, just to give the basis, I do have a degree, but I don't believe at all people should have to get a degree to do well in life. And I'll just say that right now. So the thing is, let's just say if Google uh, Hangouts. I was in a fraternity, um, the Jewish fraternity. It's obviously known. I got no problem with that. Um, and I was with the basketball team. So let's say I had two hangouts. I had, was with the basketball team and the fraternity. Well, a lot of those guys, I used to trust my life with in college, you know, and they never did me wrong. So at the same time, I feel fine stating that if Google Hangouts were available back then, that would be awesome. That would be a place to engage with people that you trust, that you regularly meet. That's the right. Yes that are at a distance. You want to make sure that you can actually talk to them by phone as well because you want to, unfortunately, online right now, you got to kind of read someone else's mind and that's a very sad thing. So you want to be very careful what you're saying and what you're doing because the whole world's following each other, you know. Right, right. But, but at the same time, the structure within, I really love the Google Plus structure within Google. There's a lot of things that I can actually do to change it and make it better. Um, right now, it seems like it's in beta. Right now, it's like Salesforce. It's like Salesforce when it first started. Um, so it's really good. Uh, it's not going to rival Facebook, and it's not going to really rival Twitter, like some media has stated. Google Plus is its own hangout, and I really think it's great. It just it's great, and you just have to take certain advice that I've mentioned and you've mentioned, of course, um, because it can destroy someone. It can destroy someone just like me, to the fact plus right now. I will have my own hangouts with people I trust and people that I know have good motives, want to do better by business. And at the same time, um, the hangouts that I was in, I don't know how big the circle was. It might have been 150. But uh, some of them were clients before that have trusted me. I trust them. That's always no problem at all. But it's just once people start, and here's another problem with Google+. Plus. Um, not Google itself. When I keep referencing that, it's the circles within. Um, when they throw their own personal life in there, it destroys the whole thing. Just destroys it. You know, people are there to learn. People are there to be educated. People are there to be educated to and from. It's not a personal thing. You don't want to make certain comments. There's a lot of people, you know, that can be in the crowds from corporate high, high business people to anyone in any industry that can that acts like a child and that's no problem but if there's a child in a Google Hangout you know that just kinda just wants to try to destroy a lot of people that's a very bad thing so that's just one of the things to watch out for and I guess that's why they call them the, the Hangouts so you know like uh, when I got in there I, I uploaded all my 
you know, all my Gmail contacts that are in my Gtalk. That was one of the things they uh, asked me to do. So I, I added all those people and then that connected me. And then that connected me to more people I didn't even want. So that's one of the drawbacks. You do not want to upload your email to your Hangout. A Hangout should be, matter of fact, that's what Twitter used to be. If you think about it, Twitter, Twitter, I've always said Twitter started out as a, a fast text messaging service that was geared towards five to seven to ten friends. So, you know, and I think I actually talked about this years ago, Scott. You know, yeah, remember when yeah. I was saying that that me and you and let's say five other friends, if we're going to a movie theater, and we talked about this as well, if we're going to a movie theater, I would post on Twitter before it came astronomically enormous that, you know, that there was locked accounts where you would have to be, you would have to have put it in to be requested to become part of that circle. So that's what Twitter first was when it was invented was uh, it was like small circles and now it's just you know big circles which is great for business but that's how Google has Google Plus has started but at the same time some of those circles went from A to Z without getting from B to C. That's that's one of the big issues too. Right and that's a problem I have actually with Twitter is so much stuff is going through my page and I can't pay, I don't understand what half of them are even trying to say. And of course, they're not talking to me. So it's like being in this massive room with everybody yelling at the same time. And IRC in the old days was the same thing for me. Like these things would just scroll down and it's just like beyond me. Okay, so that's Google+. We're at the end of 2012. What are some of your predictions for things that... College students, uh, the average small business should be looking at doing if they want to take advantage of good rankings in Google uh, moving forward. And giving, given that we're going to be assuming that nobody is of, you know, super high tech, uh, their business is not, you know, ranking high, their business is whatever it may be uh, in, on the local scene, and they just want to make sure that they're found uh, when people are searching for them. Sure, definitely. So let's so let's take the average Joe and then the average Joe the plumber that I believe was mentioned a lot at our last presidential <laughs> yeah, right. election by John McCain, right? Yeah. And um and then let's take college students. So the average the college college students right now are having a tough and and I'll just want to give a brief synopsis here and then I'll jump right into it. College students are having a tough time. I was just actually on campus going to an innovation and mostly I didn't go just to go to see what the engineering department is innovating. I went to see what the what the mood is on campus. And a lot of a lot of these kids and I was one of them, they don't know what their goal is in life. They don't know what their purpose is in life. The internet is here the internet expanding 2013 will be the biggest year for innovation and opportunity and it and it's not going to be done by Google Yahoo and Bing at all and it's not going to be done by a lot of the old school internet marketing guys it's going to be done by creativity and working from your garage Google is created in the garage and that's how a lot of companies will succeed so the average Joe was Google in the garage that's how they created it you know when they were at Stanford so here's the thing so what they can do is you just you want to get yourself a blog. Templates are fine these days. Actually, coding has actually went out of the out of the door. No one really cares about a, a website that's you know coded from scratch. I've re realized because I've been building a lot of them. So the right. average Joe can spend you know a good ten dollars. Um, you know, GoDaddy. GoDaddy's fine. I'll recommend them again. Um, you know, they're hosting all my domains. So you want to get a template website at GoDaddy. Uh, you want to go ahead and again, I would definitely highly recommend that they use that app that you've recommended site to grab their news. So pick, pick maybe, you know, start your blog off as you know. I used to say pick a niche, but how about pick five niches and then really see what you want after a year? Because if you're an average Joe and you're a college student, 
you should not uh, focus on just one one thing. When I was in college, I actually had three websites. I did SEO, and I had my greenhouse website, and then I had the college dating website that I was building, and then we had more after that. So, because um, then I'm stating that because I know probably in the last year or so, when on some of the past shows, I've stated that focus on one niche. Um, me personally, I believe focus on a few niches. So pick that, and then what you want to do is you want to you want to really look towards like Harvard Harvard. Harvard Business Review is a good area, so you wanna you wanna talk about what I would advise is um, you wanna talk about you know management skills as well because that'll help you um, increase productivity a lot more. Then you wanna just pick your you know whatever niches that you're focused on. You wanna pick those as well, um, and then go ahead and do a lot of content marketing, which is come up with your own quality content. So if I've read 40 articles in the past week right from all these different major mainstream uh, sites from Reuters to um, you know Harvard Business Review to Wall Street Journal for because my hobby is stocks I, I just love I for some reason like the stock market I don't engage a lot in it but that's actually my outlet that's one of the hobbies I have besides I'm gonna start playing a little video games at night but I've always just loved that I wanted to be a stockbroker a long time ago if I didn't get in the internet marketing industry and that's just a fact that's why I love the industry so the thing is is that's my passion so okay so there you go so pick a passion you have pick something that you feel is innovative right on that too as well and then also do write about management and business skills because that's gonna help you and here's the thing going into 2013 there's no more people are not looking at LinkedIn because link when they're hiring because I'm gonna jump here really quick because this is pretty important people are not uh, people that are hiring they're looking more at your social uh, websites if they can get in so lock them and then at the same time put all the good information on your blog because me personally I've realized even on Twitter and Facebook that a lot of the information that sometimes I feel is relevant is really not and it can make me look bad it takes 20 years to create a reputation and five minutes to lose it so you wanna you wanna really use your blog with a good open clear mind um, and just focus on your passion p your passion so my passion is stock so maybe like I have businesscapitalloans.com which I haven't started again on but maybe I'll write some stock information I'm just so busy these days but that but but me having more websites is because I'm I guess I'm not an average Joe I'm a I'm still an average show, but at the same time, we want to keep one website. So, okay, let's break it down even better. Three categories. You want to have three or four categories. You want to have one category to write about what you really love. So, if you love yoga, write about it because then you can get some ads, gain some revenue. Um, you know, after time, because here, okay, here's the new uh, the new guidelines, and I really wish Bing would start sending their ads out. And I'm wondering, they must have a purpose why they're not doing ads like ads by Google. Google will monitor your website for six months. You cannot get an AdSense account unless you're a bigwig or unless some some other ways. But for the average Joe, you're going to have to prove that you have quality content that's unique, that's not spin, that's not written from someone else's. So you want to read what others have wrote, then formulate your own ideas based on that and write good quality content. Don't write to the reader. Write what you feel. Because it's not how many people are reading, it's who's reading. Because at the same time, all you need is just one reader to see that your passion is this, that, that you're really interested in business management skills. So from a business owner perspective, they can see that, hey, this guy's interested in business management skills, so I don't have to train him so much. He's already been trained himself by reading the Harvard Business Review because he wants to make himself better. Okay, his passion is on yoga. 
that's great. So now I know that he, he, he's eating healthy and he's always, he has a clear mind per se, you know, just, and then, right. and then maybe the third thing is, let's say you want to create just something brand new, like let, Pinterest, there's going to be another Pinterest, there's going to be 50 of them coming up in the next year and only one will succeed. So so that's the thing is if you want to create something even huge, and this is what I should have done years ago, you just want to write about it first. Because if you start writing about it, that's the thing. Everybody's not watching you unless you actually engage on a high, high level. And that's a good thing. So you want so your blog is like your diary. So you want to create good quality content. And as you mentioned, Scott, uh, you want to create good video content. So at the same time, if I would have done things a little differently, I would have probably done a lot more videos, you know. And at the same time, I always just really talked about internet marketing on the videos. And I wish back in college that there was a YouTube site where I could have talked about college dating and college singles, like I have that college dating network, which is, you know, it's just not. It, it, it's just there. It's not. It, it needs a lot of capital expanded. I don't want to do that right now. But at the same time, that would have helped me drastically. That would have actually been unbelievable. I mean, just think about if Facebook would have done video. Um, of course, they're very successful. But just think about it. When no one knew who they were, if they would have done video. See, I watched that movie, The Social Network. And they, they, they started at Harvard. They branched off to a few other colleges. And I've watched the show a few times. But if they would have actually started doing video too as well, they could have got their reach a lot more. But at the same time, they wanted to keep it hush-hush. So at the same time, the average Joe does not need to keep it hush-hush because there's a reason why someone would keep it hush-hush. And maybe that's because they already had financial backers. So the, so the average Joe should always write what they feel and write, you know, everything they want to talk about. So, you know, I, I, I feel the average Joe, like if you're a plumber. If you're a plumber, you know, you want to you want to write about everything that can go wrong. You know, if you've lost your business, you know, like I've sold a lot of plumbers, electricians, um, drilling companies. Just for, I, I could go on and on when I was with Sprint Nextel. I was sold over. I've sold over 400 different unique small businesses. You know, these businesses can actually write about testimonials. They can they can write testimonials within their within their blog posts for, you know, for example, small businesses. So um, and I know you can expand a little more about that. Because I'm getting a little off track here, but I think it's all good information. <laughs> it is, it is. So what you're really saying is, take the time to put together some writing, words, text about what it is that you want to talk about, wh what your business is. That helps position you as a as an expert. It also lets people know who you are, what you're about, all those sort of good things. And oftentimes people are like, oh, yeah, but I don't like writing. I don't like typing. I don't like all that stuff. Uh, get over it if you want to take your business to the next level. And the thing is, is when it comes to writing, writing to me is a, um, a dual uh, job. And I don't mean that it does two things. I mean it. you can do two things while you write. And to give you an example, I used to write – a lot of my articles when I took my son to his gymnastics class. So hmm. <clears throat> he would be six years old taking his gymnastics. There'd be, I don't know, a hundred kids running around screaming at the top of their lungs and there'd be me with a clipboard and a pen and I'd be writing out a 500 word article in the next hour. <clears throat> and of hmm. course, I'd be looking up every once in a while, see where he is. He'd look over, I'd watch him do whatever he's doing and then he'd go continue uh, doing his gymnastics. 
And I found that 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 actually was a very easy way for me to do my writing. I was in a different environment, and uh, you know, I I knew what it was that I wanted to talk about. If I didn't know, like I'd done some, I wanted to talk about some research or something that I'd done, then I would just print out those pages, take them along with me, and then refer to them as I needed to. So, a real high-tech way is pen and paper. Go to the beach. Pen and paper. Take your kids to uh, Chuck E. Cheese for a birthday party. Pen and paper. Go uh, sit in the park. Whatever it is. And then you get home. Type it up. And you're done. So basically, instead of just standing around doing nothing and being ignored at the gym, or you know, and I'm, if you're a social, more social person than me, and you want to talk to everybody all the time, fine. But just take some of that time to to do your writing. And then the video, I think, is a super super easy thing to do because you just bring your little video camera wherever you are, and uh, when you're out at the beach, just turn it on and talk for 30 seconds, and you're pretty much done. So. Two easy, easy ways to get people to see who you are, what you're about, and what you're doing. That's brilliant, exactly. And even if you're like you, um, like you mentioned hockey, and I know it's big out there in um, you know Canada, and of course it's not so big in Los Angeles. And I'm looking forward to going to my first hockey game one day. Um, but at the same time, like if um, if 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 if, and I because be- everything you're mentioning is great. That's actually what. The average Joe and client and 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 college students should do, and actually even even um, people that own websites, you know, to get they have to step outside of the box. That's and and one one big thing that you mentioned that I wanted to point on is I have 150 friends or associates, and I've actually narrowed it down on Facebook. I figure I always look at who do I need to get rid of every day. That's that's kind of what I do um, because that's the only way to succeed because there's bad apples. So. After narrowing it down, I have, let's say, 147 people on Facebook. Well, a year ago, and I'm 35, so maybe my friends are between 30 to uh, you know, 55 or so, let's say. Um, people are not talking much anymore, which is interesting, and that's great because I believe they've realized that, why do you need to keep talking? Because I used to, me personally, I used to post, ah, oh, what I'm meeting. Who cares? You know, it's such a waste of time. And like you said, if you, you know, to go to a beach or even like me, see, I just came to the office right now, and today's Hanukkah, and that's no problem. Sure, God will forgive me. And um, I had to get away from the house because if I, I didn't know, my wife said, okay, well, do you want to do the radio show in the house? And then I'm thinking, no, because the baby starts banging on the door because he knows I'm here. We don't need everybody hearing that. Do I want to go outside by the pool in the backyard? No, because what if he starts banging on the window? And then at the same time, my mind's distracted. So I came to the office where it's silent. No one's here in the building. And I can focus, and that's that's a big thing, and wow. that should be at the same time, you know, freelance writing, keep your mind free and clear, and you know a lot of, more about that than I do, Scott. Yeah, that's a, that's a great. Uh, those are some great tips, you know, and and it's also nice to be a cha- to have a change. Like we, I work at home. Uh, I, if you're a, if you've got a home based business, use any excuse you can to get out of the home, because. You, you get into real big ruts and your creativity comes from getting out. And if I'm stuck on something, there's a beautiful little river near nearby. I go for a half hour walk and I don't think about anything, but my mind is always thinking. And I'm enjoying the trees and the water and the birds and the odd bear. <laughs> and, uh, as long, as the, not, long as the bear doesn't enjoy you, then you're that, good. <laughs> that's right. And... Uh, 
And then and, I, and all of a sudden this thing pops into my head and this is okay, here's the solution. We figured it out. It's kind of like I've got a, a whole uh, <laughs> sweatshop of guys at the back of my head that are doing all this work. And, uh, and I said, okay, we got the solution, boss. Thank you very much because uh, I was stumped. And then by the time I get home, I usually have uh, what I need to be to do done. So, so there you go. Easy ways to do research. Curate the research. Have your own opinion on the research. Don't be afraid to uh, to do that. I would advise you to always. Uh, Rotary had the four-way test. One of which was: Is it fair to all concerned? Will it build better relationships and friendships? So I would ask those questions when you're when you're writing too. You don't want to take pot shots at somebody just because you're feeling mean. And uh, yep. and then do the videos. And those three things should really help you in the coming years as far as Google's concerned. Oh, and then here's a big tip too. Um, links are still, of course, huge. And that's why a lot of these guest blogging websites that are concerned about themselves, they have guest bloggers. Now, I'm talking non-mainstream, um, you know, non-newspapers locally. That's why I advise to go to your local newspaper by email, send out four or five, six requests, or find your find the biggest blog you like that's really good that you know is always positive and write for them. Yep. to start because here's what you can do here's the biggest way to get links every article you read make a comment there you go there's your links for the day so if you read four or five articles a day you want to make a comment on each one well you might get one link and then what you want to do is you want to link back to that post and then that will create a link up and a link back there's more things we can talk about to expand that but that's great that's something that a lot of the average Joe does not know. And that's right. how you can gain keywords. So now, from Scott's advice, you do content marketing, quality content, video marketing, and then you also, every time you, you read articles from the Zite app or of your favorite, um, your favorite research groups that you read online, you want to make a comment on them. Also, get to know the authors. That's the biggest thing. Mm -hmm. Get to know the authors. Let them know that you have their back, you love their articles, you're not here to be a fake person, and you know, you're know you looking to have their comments approved. But don't say that in the beginning. If they're just not approving your comments, then you know, just read them. But then you always want to, you always want to, you, you do want to always make comments and then make sure in the name field, either put your name or put a keyword you want. That's where the keyword goes. It's in the name field. And then you put um, then you, you you make sure you put your website. Don't put the www. Always make sure you put the HTTP colon forward slash forward slash www. Then it'll get officially recorded. And um, that's that's, great that's, that's a big thing. So then you can start getting your keywords. And then and yeah, one more thing, Scott. On that is at the bottom when you're on your blog, make sure that your tags line up with whatever you're writing and whatever you're reading and whatever you commented on that article. So if you're writing an article about uh, hockey right you know your or like you mentioned um you went to your son's engagement you wanna you wanna be uh... blog specific so you wanna you wanna make the comment and leave and, and even your extension you don't wanna put just your main website the, th the, th the theory just so everybody knows is you want sixty percent of links to go to your main page and then about forty percent of your links to filter out through the categories and then also your uh, blog post. So what you want to do is put the HTTP colon forward slash forward slash the whole blog URL link there and then that lets the search engines know that that pretty much is like jump starting a car. It lets them know 
for the spiders to crawl it based on a link is coming from this site you just researched to your blog post you just posted. And then I'll help increase ranking. Yeah, as that's great. And I want to get back to the uh, the guest blogging thing because you and I, before we went on the air, I think just you just shared something that was brilliant. And that is look at your local papers, look at your community papers, check out their websites. And first of all, that's a great place to comment, go back and forth. They also have chats. And I know I, I didn't pursue it because I, I enjoy hockey and everything else, but it's not – I don't really uh, uh, look at it as a profit center. <laughs> Maybe I should. But I started chatting. Uh, they, they had this 24-hour chat thing where they would talk about hockey – and the, and and the authors of the like the main journalists were there. That was the that was the pull. You could actually talk to these guys, right? And I started commenting. And of course, of course, you know, here I am in my ego. My comments were brilliant, and so I ended up having conversations with uh, one journalist in particular, right? Over time, <clears throat> and I could tell he was starting to know who I was, and I, I obviously knew who he was because he he'd been writing for years. And and I thought, wow, you know, like there it's a great there are great ways to interact in the news with the writers of the articles. And then once you start doing that and getting known, if you do your own blog on. okay, so it was hockey. So if I had set up my own blog on hockey and everything else and I was writing good articles there, there's a very I know there's a very good chance that I would have been asked to write a hockey blog. Well, how do I know? Because they had a contest where. They wanted to get seven normal, everyday, average Joe guys blogging. And so they would have, you know, put up your stuff, put up your stuff, put up your stuff, and then they'd have people voting on it. And seven guys were picked, and one would do Monday, one would do Tuesday, and blah, 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 the way she went, right? And so they're looking for this sort of thing, right? Well, this is great publicity. So, I mean, we're doing it in hockey, but look at your... Maybe it's a lifestyle thing. Look at the lifestyle section of the paper and start blogging on there and commenting on the articles that are there and pointing them back to your blog. And and because if you can get in with these uh, writers and editors and they like your stuff, there you you could say, well, here's an article that I'm doing and it's blah 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 on spec. And next thing you know, you've got an art. You like travel? I mean the. Every newspaper has a travel section. They're trying to figure out what to stick in it. And if they could have a local person with their local travel story in there, they'd jump at it in a nanosecond. So there's lots of ways that you can get terrific exposure. And uh, and I think that you know you need to just sort of look a little bit outside the box because we all think, oh, let's just put a $5,000 full-page ad in the newspaper <laughs> or a quarter-page ad in the newspaper, right, depending on where you are. Well, forget that. It's better to have your own articles appearing in the newspaper or be part of their online blog. Exactly. You're 100% right. And that should be the biggest thing that a lot of the average Joe, small businesses, college students, interns, college grads that don't have any jobs uh, should look at. And even some of the parents, um, if my son was you know, 12, 13, I, I would have him start writing. Now that's tremendous. I mean, you know, legally you can't have a job with a newspaper um, on land, but legally you can have you can have a new a job by writing. You know, uh, right. does the uh, and this is just some far fetched stuff, but does the author know of how old the person is that's writing to as well? 
you know, and then that's a good thing. That that's actually the entrepreneurship of the internet. It is. It is. Awesome. Well, Mike, the time has flown, and we want to make sure you get back to spend some good time with your beautiful wife and your lovely child, your Thank son. You. So, uh, before we go, any one last tip, one last thing to uh, look for for 2013 that you'd like to share? Yes, yeah, just probably one tip is look at what everybody's doing, but don't engage in what everybody's doing. So take about a good, if you're starting from fresh or you're starting from scratch or you need to because what you've done is has is, is been wrong, look at what everybody's doing. Follow their methods and look at the best, then look at some people in the middle and don't engage in what they're doing. Also, here's a big tip I just wanted to say and I forgot to, on guest blogging, I strongly advise everybody to still stick with newspapers like 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 Scott mentioned. You know, try to get in with 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 bigger mainstreams because if you're bribed and I'm going to say bribed, if you're bribed to start with a guest blog because you're going to gain half of that revenue, who knows what half the revenue is because the person that controls the blog controls what you see as your revenue at the end. So don't be fooled by that at all. Um, and I would actually stay away from that. Don't go for my tip is don't do it for the money. And I know that's tough. I know that's tough. Yeah. Do it, you're doing it for the money eventually. Do it for yourself. Do it to learn. Because if you come out and try to look at how to make money fast online or this and that, all that spam and all this stuff that still comes, it's all garbage. You know, most of it. The stuff, you know, the people that acted on that in 2005 to 2007 are very successful. And those ones are still promoting it because that's their 401k and they don't care. So, um, at the same time, is you don't want to engage with a guest blogger if it's just for the money. I would advise someone else. You know, you're, that's the thing is, I think the Harvard Business Review said this, or one of the newspapers in New York. I can't remember. It was one of the fifty I've read in the past week. But this was just said. The the biggest thing like college students can do and people can do is donate your time to work for a company a year or two and at the same time that's not like it used to be when I was in college um, you know where I had to work eight hours a day I mean you're talking what you're gonna write one article a day great so write one article a day for the mainstream and then write your own blogs write a couple articles a day but do a lot of research so that's the same theory that would be my tip is don't if you if if you're attracted to websites for the money more than likely those sites are mostly wanting you so they can make more money and they will you're on a rope you're on a leash if you start staying away they're going to tighten that leash until it snaps to get you back into writing it's just not a good thing that's just one big tip to also watch out for is guest blogging blogs that are only out for themselves and that's a whole nother um, episode as well and I'm because I want to do some more research on it really see who's out there so then I can point the ones that are really good because there are some Awesome. Well, thank you very much, Mike, for joining us today. I really appreciate it. And uh, head over to www.seochampion.com forward slash SEO blog to read uh, articles and blog postings that Mike has put up. There's fascinating reading there. Right, right, Mike? I got that right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, it should have been just forward slash blog, but I've always geared it towards keywords. <laughs> so that's why SEO blogs in there, but I didn't, I haven't ranked it yet, but I'm going to maybe try to do that. We'll see what happens. There you go. And thanks for joining us, everybody. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye.